welcome to Connected, episode 388. It's made possible this week by our sponsors, Bombus, FitBod, and New Relic. My name is Stephen Hackett, and I have the pleasure of introducing in person Mr. Mike Hurley. Hello, everybody. My hey, name buddy. is Mike Hurley. High I'm five. in person. Can't uh, fake that in editing in any way. No way to fake a high five, but I can uh, confirm that I am situated within the pod cabin here in an undisclosed location in Memphis, Tennessee. And of course, we are joined by our one and only Mr. Federico Vitici. Ciao, Federico. Ciao, Mike, and thank you for the intro. I like this new thing we're doing. It's good, it's, right? Uh, I don't know. It feels uh, it feels new. It feels like we're just getting to know each other all over again with these new intros. Well, it keeps this, uh, keeps things fresh, you know. Introducing people is a specifically new task for you, as we have learned very recently, because ConnectedIntro.com, which has been put together uh, by Zach and Matt and the Discord mod team, has now got a new feature thanks to just a heroic effort from Zach and Kate, where they listened to the beginning of every single episode of Connected to work out how many introductions have taken place. And there's now a leaderboard, an introduction leaderboard. So I'm assuming this means the person who starts, right? Because now we introduce each other. How does it tick up? I expect it's like the person who begins. Uh, And as it stands right now, Stephen is introduction king with 204 intros for the show. Uh, I have introduced 179 times. Federico has introduced a whopping four times. So... I don't like uh, that I'm losing this game. I don't like it. Can well, we just record uh, 201 intros done by me so that I will score first? You can. Like, there is no we <laughs> in this. You need to record 201 introductions, just you introducing 200 times. Hmm. But it would have to be 200 discrete episodes because the way that it's being counted, Kate has confirmed in the Discord, is the person who starts the show. Like, this is episode whatever of Connected. So, you know, you're going to slowly start ticking them up there, Federico, but you're always going to be behind now, I think. You slacked. Well, this, I I don't like it. I don't like it okay. because I'm never going to win at this game. There's no redemption in here for me. I'm always going to be third. Yeah, the ratio is, is going to always stay pretty similar as we round robin our way through the future all over again like we haven't even begun uh, uh, scoring the rickies and there's really already a conspiracy going on here from uh, you know this is all it goes back to this concept that we have shared before big steven controlling us yes and and (laughs) and conspiring against us this is is all part of big steven again look at look at him look at him with the crown and the gold medal i'm looking at him (laughs) and right now he's taller than me so, you know, I've got that going oh, on. Well, uh, well, you know, everybody is. Everybody's taller than me. Uh, <laughs> there's some notes from Kate around, around collecting these statistics. Note one is that Mike settled into his intro quicker than Stephen did when he took over, which makes sense because I'd already been introducing uh, the prompt before, so I just adapted it. Uh, Stephen is much more likely to change it up for a jape than Mike. Tichi was not the third person to introduce an episode of the show. That is my favorite part because there are there's a selection of people listed at the bottom of the document who have also introduced episodes of the show, and so one of these people I'm not sure who exactly beat Federico to the punch. So sorry, bud. You're not you're not really doing a good job with this. It's, there's nothing I can do. It's uh it's it's out of my hands. It's out of my control and. Uh, I am once again the victim. So, 
Uh, there's some more, I have some more important uh, follow-up, which is definitely more important than talking about yesterday's Apple event. Uh, so Patrick did not get a new case color. There were no iPad mini case colors, which I'm very upset about because I think Patrick would look really good in one of these new spring colors. And I wanted to bring to the group, uh, Derek wrote in to say, what about spelling it Patrick, P-A-T-P-A-D-T-R-I-C-K, like iPad? No, trick? well, not D-T, but what about Patrick? D-R. Padrick. Yeah. P-A-D-R-I-C-K. Patrick. Okay. We yeah. can do that. I will now have to remember to do that, but I'll try my best. I have named it Patrick, and I did send you both a screenshot of where it says Patrick has been left behind, which is very funny to me. <laughs> uh, when I left the hotel and left my iPad in there, uh, Patrick has been left behind. So I'm very much enjoying uh, Patrick's life, you know, his new, new uh, entrance to the family, but he did not get a cool new suit. So I'm very upset about that. They did a few new colors, right? Some mm. Apple Watch bands yep. and some iPhone cases, yep. but it wasn't as like fully done as it has been in the past, I feel like. And they look great. Great colors. Really bright, beautiful colors. Federico, how many cases did you buy? Not even one. Not even one. Not even one. I'm keeping my plain old boring black leather case. You got like yellow. It's like really good yellow. Nah. Some of the new solo loops are good. Nah. Uh, I think Sylvia wants to get the flamingo one um, for the for her Apple Watch, um, but that's the only purchase that we may be planning in terms of new accessory colors. Is that the and, solo loop? Um, the solo loop, the or pink flam. What's it called? Flamingo, pink flamingo, something like that. Yeah, flamingo. Uh, the bright green also looks good, but not for me. Um, so I think we're gonna get that one for Sylvia, but nothing else. Uh, I don't know. I don't really feel like uh, colorful cases right now because I really, really like the Apple leather one that I right. have, and the you know gold iPhone black leather case is a good color combo, visually speaking. I think that's it for follow up. Okay. Anything else we need to cover? Well, uh, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to share before before we we get to the to the you know the thing? Any <laughs> things you want to share with us before? We fight with each other. Oh, <laughs> oh! When it, there's any last friendship before that happens? Mm. Yeah. I would, any last words before scoring the thing? And friendship then, ended with scoring. Yeah. I think we should just go. I think we should just get on with it. I think we just got to rip the bandaid off and see who won. This episode of Connected is brought to you by Bombus. Bombus mission is simple: make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you're also giving to someone in need. They design their socks, shirts, underwear, and so much more. They're the clothes you can't wait to put on every day. Everything they make is soft, seamless, tagless, which I really like, and has a luxuriously cozy feel. They're made from super soft materials like wool, cotton, even cashmere, which I've been told is very fancy. It is fancy. See, I've been told it's you very just fancy. Got told it's fancy. It's fancy. There you go. This makes uh, Bombas stuff perfect uh, for those cozy winter days. There's a pair of Bombas socks for everything you do. They come in tons of options, like comfy performance styles for every sport and activity that keeps you moving. I'm wearing their podcasting socks right now, and they're great. Po- 
Podcasting sucks. That just means they come in fun colors. Okay. They, they don't call them that. I call them that. I was going to say, I would be very surprised if they created a sock line called Podcasting Socks. But Bombas, if you want to do it, get in touch. <laughs> I can help you with some yeah. designs. Yeah. Bombas t-shirts are made with thoughtful design features like invisible seams, soft fabrics, and the perfect weight so they hang just right. Bombas underwear has a barely there feel that might make you forget you're even in them, but in a good way. Do you know that socks, underwear, and t-shirts... Get this, they're the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters. And that's why Bombas donates one for every item that you buy. So go to bombas.com slash connected and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S, bombas.com slash connected for 20% off. Our thanks to Bombas for their support of the show and all of Relay FM. It's time! To read the rules. I didn't want wow, to. Wow, that I, was good. It felt weird to shout it in front of Stephen. Like he looked at me. Mm-hmm. He invited me with his eyes and his hands to shout. It's time to read the rules. And at first, when he did that, I didn't know what he was asking from me. And then it clicked because it's time to read the rules. I think that was like spatial audio, which you just did. I think I, that's what I was going for. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Bill of Rickies. You can stand if you want. I'm gonna try and stand. Mike I'm doesn't really just, have room to I'm stand. Gonna I'm gonna stand. I'm gonna stand. I'm more hunching today than standing. There are two types of rookies, annual rookies and keynote rookies. The winner of the annual rookies is named annual chairman and retains the rights to the corresponding Twitter account for the full year. This position is awarded every January. The keynote rookies winner is named the keynote chairman and retains the rights to the corresponding Twitter account until the next keynote is held. Order for annual rookies is based on the winner of the previous year. Order for Keynote Rickies is based on the previous Apple event. The loser goes last. To earn any points, everything written down in the prediction document must come true. No half points may be awarded at any round. And picks cannot be reused by any contestant within 365 days of first being made. One point is awarded for any pick deemed correct in the first two rounds. Two points will be awarded for correct picks in the risky pick round. If your risky pick is wrong, you lose a point. And the two other hosts must have agreed that your pick was risky. For keynote rookies, like we're doing today, the scoring window starts when the event begins and closes when the picks are scored. Scoring is now closed now. Information must be publicly verifiable to be used in scoring. After scoring is complete, each host must update their official tricky to reflect the new winner. The large location marker is for the annual chairman. Oh, mine aren't here. I should have brought mine with me. I, I can't do the updating. Yeah, you have to do it when you get home. Ooh, I can't have my own ceremony. You do it in the privacy of your own This is, um, this is, own um, mega this studio. is upsetting. This is very upsetting. While the smaller location marker is for the keynote chairman, trophies should be updated at the end of the scoring as part of the closing ceremonies, which we promise we'll do this time, with photographic evidence provided on demand. Listeners with mag turkey should hold their own private closing ceremonies with their magnetic trophies. A tie in the regular picks or the flexies to be broken by coin toss. As Jason Snell has a well-earned lifetime ban of flipping the coin, dice by Peacock in Relay FM mode is, at least for now, the official way to break a tie. Thin ice. Thin ice. As a reminder, yours truly is the current annual chairman and Federico is the current keynote chairman. We'll see if Federico holds on to his title today. Can I sit down? You may be seated. Uh, round one, Federico, you're up. Round one, I'm up first. I said a new iPad Air is introduced with a better system on a chip and 5G support. I got to get my bell so I can ring it. I left oh, it, I left it in the other room. Oh, he needs the bell. We're I not, we're not prepared, really. I'll be right know. back. 
He needs the bell so Mike, he can ring Mike, his bell. Mike, do it, do it now. Do it now. Oh, he's Grab back. something from There's there's the bell. Thank you, Steven. Are you excited about this new iPad Air? Ah. Uh, Actually, before we get to that, can I just say on last week's episode, I did bring up the idea that they may introduce an M1, and I believe that you two chip nerds just was like, no way, don't be so stupid. That's how I remember it going. But no, I did wait, bring what? this up, and you were like, no, A15 Bionic 2 or some nonsense. Mm-hmm. Well, well, it did seem strange at the time. Uh, and and I think now it's obvious that they see the M1 as the baseline for everything, right? Uh, it's not. It doesn't really mean anything. It just means this is the baseline. It's the the ba- the the base flavor M1 is what you get in something like the iPad Air. So yes, Mike, you were right. You should have used that as a pick, but you didn't. So you know, <laughs> you fool. <laughs> <laughs> you know there is. If you uh... want to brag about it, you can. <laughs> but still, yeah, there is know. a system in which I could have bragged about it. You are right. Yeah. And now there's yeah. there's overlap in these products, but I don't think Apple cares that much about that. I assume the iPad Pro will get the M2, and the 11 inch will get the fancy display, and then there'll be room between them again. I in think the, fall. The, the the iPad Air redesign last time proved they didn't care about the overlap. Yeah. Like, well, remember, there was a time period where we were saying, if you want to get an iPad, you're probably best to get the Air rather than the Pro because it had more modern features, new design, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and it comes and goes, right? Uh, because then now for a few months, the iPad Air, if you're okay with the base storage, I guess, is probably the better recommendation. And then I guess in a few months, the 11-inch iPad Pro will be, again, a better recommendation because it'll have a new chip and more features. Um I still find the the sort of this mid range of the iPad lineup kind of confusing. I am I am I think the the iPad lineup and I, and I said this um, last night on Discord. I think the iPad lineup is at its best at the two opposite ends of the spectrum: the iPad Mini and the big iPad Pro. Mm-hmm. Like those are the most obvious and like easiest to explain iPads. It's the biggest, most powerful one, and it's the smallest, most portable one. In the middle, there's I find uh, a ton of overlap. There's the base model iPad, there's the iPad Air, there's the 11-inch iPad Pro, and I get it. Like they want to cover all possible price ranges, right? Which is why if you go to the Apple.com uh, comparison page, you can see how they cover you know all the price ranges within $200 of each other, starting from the base model iPad up to the iPad Air, then yep. the 11-inch iPad Pro, and then the bigger one. And the iPad Mini is just there, sort of in the middle. So I get it, but still. I find the iPad Mini and the big iPad Pro the two like the two iPads that have a clear role. They're easy to explain. They don't have that many asterisks involved. Like you either want the biggest possible iPad or you either want the, the smallest possible iPad or maybe you want both. So am I excited for the iPad Air? I am curious about the new iPad Air because I think there's potential for it to be once again the recommendation for most people, right? Um, provided that you are okay with the starting uh, yeah. storage configuration of yeah. 64 gig. That's the big question mark right now. I think that that's a joke. 64 gigs, I think that is a joke. That is so small. On a device which is going to be used for entertainment as well, right? Like, that's such a small amount of storage and then if you do want to upgrade it, then you're bumping into the uh, iPad Pro territory price. And it's just like, 
Yeah, I think that that's that's a kind of a missed opportunity. You know, as you were talking, Federico, and talking about those extremes, I like that as a thought. Like iPad is best at the extremes, right? Smallest and biggest. Mm-hmm. It kind of made me think: Is it? I could see uh, uh, an argument to be made for removing the smaller iPad Pro completely from the lineup mm-hmm. and just having the mm-hmm. iPad Air take its place if they made some slight tweaks to it. I am a big fan of the 11-inch Pro. As I said before, Like I think that it was the best iPad. But now I think if they could sort out the storage tiers, because yep. that's the biggest like thing for me with the iPad Air, honestly, I would say just have that. Rather than getting, rather than having the smaller 11 inch Pro, especially if Apple are going to continue, uh, because they've done this in the past, right? Updating both Pros on a different schedule with features. Mm -hmm. If you're not going to keep those the same, don't have both of them. Is the way that I look at it. Yeah, I wonder if, if in hindsight, the the display difference between the big and small Pro is like an aberration, and moving forward, the Pros will remain more in lockstep. Maybe, but historically, though. They have Who moved. cares about technology history? <laughs> but historically, <Wait. laughs> right, the, the entire history of the Pro line is the smaller one and the bigger one have moved yeah. at different paces. And I feel like if they're going to keep doing that, it gets too complicated when you've got the air right there. Like, I think maybe getting rid of the small one. Here's a thought experiment. It. Here's a thought experiment for you both. Imagine next year, a simplified lineup that is more clear in the middle, where you have, maybe not next year, maybe in two years, but bear with me, better iPad Air that doesn't start at 64 gigs anymore. The 11-inch iPad Pro is gone. You have a 12.9-inch iPad Pro, but you also have a 16-inch iPad Pro. Yeah, I agree with you completely. I think it makes more sense to go bigger on the iPad Pro in the long term and because then you're really making the iPad Pro, you're you're making the iPad Pro a thing because of its size, not what's inside it, right? And that ultimately, then the iPad line with the a regular iPad as the outlier because that's supposed to be the cheap one for education, that kind of thing. So keep that. Yeah. But then you go Mini Air and two large iPad Pros. I think that that is a clearer lineup for what those products are supposed to be. I agree with you. I think that's a really good take. We fixed it. The tablet king is spoken. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we fixed it. This is the... Well, uh, uh, I think, by, judging by our rules, I should also get an extra point uh-huh. because I fixed Apple. Oh. So, well, yeah? No? Okay, bring it well, up at the next uh, rules hearing. All right. All right. Cool. All right, Mike, you're up next. All right. My first pick was Apple introduces a new Mac Mini with an updated design. Nope. <laughs> I mean, I uh, wasn't no. far off. This is. I'm not going to get this point, but like, I wasn't far off. You're in the spiritual ballpark. I was in the spiritual ballpark, and you know, like, this was really funny. Like, our picks are like this. I think uh, our draft picks were like this. Everything we thought was going to happen to the Mac, none of it happened, and. Nothing we even imagined was going to happen ended up happening, which is just like wild, really. Like th- this event for the Mac was kind of bananas, right? It was very much like things we could have only wished for, and they kind of came. It really the the Mac Studio came out of nowhere. I'll tip my cap to Nine to Five Mac, right? Because they got yes. that, but I also kind of wish they hadn't. Yes, <laughs> they were so. It was so close to the event, right? And there was nothing about this. If this would have just come out of nowhere, it would have, it would have been really freaking We would have cool. freaked out even yeah. more than we did. Yeah. But I don't know how they got it, but that was 
excellent yeah. reporting. The, the Mac Mini still feels like a bit of a question mark, right? It, yeah. it is untouched. It's still the M1 with its inherent limitations, and the Intel Mac Mini also still for sale. I don't know why they kept and, that around. They should just get rid of that. Yeah, and so maybe that's going to be an M2 product, and it's never going to get a Pro or Max version of a Apple Silicon chip. Yep. We just don't know. It just feels like the questions we had about the Mac Mini before this event, zero of them were answered. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about the Mac Studio a bit more. I think I think it'll fit into the Ricky's portion uh, yeah. a little more. Yes, definitely. All right, my round one pick was that a larger, more powerful iMac is introduced. <laughs> Not only... <laughs> this couldn't have been more wrong. More wrong. <laughs> Not only was yeah. it not introduced, the 27-inch iMac has been discontinued completely. And I think they very mm-hmm. clearly, our good friend John Turnus, who wore the wrong color t-shirt, you know, I think our good friend John made it pretty clear that for the rest of this year, there will not be one. Yeah. That's yep. how that seemed to me. Federico, do you have a read on that when he's like the only thing, like the next thing is the Mac Pro and we're done, basically? Uh, yeah, that that thing is not happening. The, yeah. the bigger, I, I don't, I think it means it's not coming at least this year or at least not in the M1 generation. Right. Yeah. Well, but then the question is, is the Mac Pro in the M1 generation? Uh, I kind of think it, it may be. Mm. We can get to that though. If it's, yeah. you know, I don't know. Hmm. It depends. It depends on, you know, there was the rumor of the J2C and the J4C. We've now seen the 2C version, the Ultra. We dubbed it on Upgrade yesterday, the M1 Extreme. Yeah. But turn so I said, see this but thing tur- going around. Who's Jade? Yeah, I don't. I, don't I, I get so confused when people start talking about Jade 2C. Like, why are we all repeating this word without knowing yeah. what it, it is? It is the code name, apparently, for the chip. Mm-hmm. Okay. But okay. I get so confused when people talking about J2C chop and J4 yeah. D chess and <laughs> all this you. kind of yeah. stuff. But Turnus said this is the the final chip in kind of the M1 family. So maybe uh, maybe it is the M2. I'll say I have I have confirmation of that too. It is like the, you know he said it, but yes, this is the final M1 chip. There are no it's more final M1 forms. Chips. Yeah, That's, if you will, this okay. is it. So if the uh, if the Mac Pro is an M1, it will. Have it'll probably be Max and Ultra. Max and Ultra. If it's gonna have something different, it will be M2. M2. Okay, here's here's my pitch for the Mac Pro. All right, oh, I love this it. is what I want. Yeah, it's everyone's looking for this. <laughs> it's a genius take. Okay. Okay. M1 generation of chips. All right. Mm-hmm. The Mac Pro. One of each. I just got all it's of got them got the in M1, there. The M1 the M1 Pro, machine. The M1 Max and the M1 Ultra in one machine. Are you getting it? It's not multiple chips. It's a whole generation of chips all in the Mac Pro. So it's so the Mac Pro comes with M1, M1 Pro, M1 Max, M1 yes. Ultra, all in one box. Yes. Right. You know right. how other computers yes. have performance and efficiency cores? It has performance and efficiency systems on the chip. <laughs> it's just yeah. performance and performance and performance and performance and, cores. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that efficiency it's one down of there. Each. The it's one of each. I love it. Yeah. It's uh, like the buffet of computers. <laughs> <laughs> it also has like 26 USB-C ports on it. Yeah. Like four Bluetooth radios. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it yeah. can do everything. Yeah. Still no card slots. Okay. So at the end of round one, Federico, you have one point. Mike and I are tied with zero points. Good job. Thank you. I was talking to Federico. Oh. You and I didn't do so well. Still could have said good job to me, though. I mean, you well, were you less job. wrong than I was. You did was. a good job <laughs> describing how you didn't get the point. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's really good. That's, that's good. I did a good job. 
All right, Federico, uh, lead off round two, please. Round two, I said new iPhone case colors and or, see our friend and or coming into play here, <laughs> watch band colors are introduced at or after the event. I would just and say, I think I blacked out during this round <laughs> because I cannot believe how this is written. And I'm not contesting it, but new iPhone case colors and or watch band colors are introduced at or after the event. Uh-huh. Like, no. you couldn't have been. Hold on, Stephen. Stephen, I-, I was I was present. He wants the bell. Oh no, do oh. the thing. Sorry. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so I was uh, trying to play it safe <laughs> to get this new point. iPhone and or iPad and or watch case and or colors and you know you could have just carried Look, on forever. Hey, we allowed it. If there's it's perfectly fine. Thing, I am not contesting it. I'm just saying I forgot it was written like this. Yeah. So if there's one thing I've learned about programming is the role of conditional statements mm. when you do if then else you know that sort of thing and I'm bringing that logic to my picks in this game. So you got to have multiple conditions. You got to account for multiple scenarios, in which case I'm accounting for iPhone case colors and or watch bands announced at the event or after the event. And we got both of them after the event, obviously, uh, because they were not mentioned during the keynote. Uh, We got the yellow. We got the flamingo and and green. I think Tim was wearing the yellow one. Tim was wearing the yellow one. By the way, I think the you know team's blue sweater and the yellow uh, watch band. I've seen people comment on this. I think it was a very subtle nod to the Ukrainian flag. So I saw someone. I think this was Matt Comey, developer of Sofa, like like uh, quote tweeted this, and I thought it was great. Like that, someone said, "Oh, here's like a subtle nod." Like it's like he could have actually made an actual nod. Like you know, like he could have actually he could have said was... something rather than oh, I'm making a statement. Like without saying anything, you can also make a statement by saying something. <laughs> Right as well. Right. Um, so that I was personally like felt that it was a bit out of touch. That they just completely avoided mentioning. Yeah, yeah. they anything. whiffed on that one. And I get it. Things are moving fast, but you know, there's still a war going on, and it's I don't know. It it did feel I was expecting I guess better from a company that you know prides itself upon you know participating in social issues and caring for the planet. Uh, so I thought that was a bit out of touch. Regardless, um, I did get this point. Uh, there was also new Hermes uh, band uh, colors. Ooh. Those right, are too expensive for straight, me. Straight I'm to the a... store right now. Let me go take a look. Yeah, let me go drop uh, $800 on a watch band. It does look pretty good, but also like it costs like 1,000 euros or something. Yeah, so, it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mike, you're round two pick. I'm looking at Hermes bands first. Let me go Should th- I read it to you? No, no. Let me just take a look at these things real quick before we start. I have to go all the way to the bottom. All right. So they got like oh, these are actually pretty fun. They're like they're like funky. They're like they're kind of sporty looking. They're called Jumping mm. Single Tour. Features brands cra- bands crafted from a woven textile with a vibrant design that seems to leap off the wrist. It says uh, they are three hundred nineteen dollars each. Because what you so, want is your watch to leap, leap off, off your the wrist. wrist. Do look nice, though. I will say, maybe one of the first times I've actually thought that they look like legitimately nice and or I would wear one, but I will not be buying one. Uh, okay, mine was Apple's classical music service is unveiled. Man, this is just bad news for me the whole way down, up and down, left and right. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. doing good here, gang. I'm not going to lie. This one felt Mm-mm. like, oh, we've already, we already know it's coming. 
and we're already starting to see like elements of it. We spent two weeks talking about it. Nothing. I yeah. blame you two, actually. That's unfair. Actually, more I blame what Federico. He was poisoning no, right. my mind of classical music follow-up. Do you think that it's a conspiracy? This is a conspiracy. Why did you think I kept doing it? Oh, this is a conspiracy. This is some like long-term, long-term foul well, look, play. The problem is you trusting me. That is a you problem. You should know better at this point. I should, but I can't help it. Just too caring. Well, let me uh, bring this up okay. to uh, a better place. My round two pick was a new iPhone SE with 5G support is announced. There you go. It's particularly egregious when he rings the bell for himself. I'm just going to say. Well, he also would do it. You could give it to me. I could do it. That doesn't feel right. No, so you want to ring the bell for yourself. He wants to ring his own bell, you know? Who's ex- who's <laughs> excited about the new iPhone SE? You getting one? Um, nah. Sylvia's mom probably is. She she uses the, the what was it, 2020, 2021 iPhone SE? Um, the one before this, basically. Yeah. And she, I don't know what she does to iPhones. It's just like, she always has these completely destroyed iPhones. I don't know why. Like, some people drop iPhones a lot. I think, I think something that I realized growing up is that some people are really clumsy, but not like just regular clumsy, like really clumsy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and she's one of those people. So she's probably, I, I looked at her screen uh, a couple of weeks ago and it was all cracked up again. I was, I was like, how? You know, it sleeps every once in a while. <laughs> the and phone and, and, you know, I drop it. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So I, got, I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, dear. So yeah, she's probably going to get one. Yeah. Uh, I am personally not excited for the iPhone. See, I am glad it exists for people who do care it's the same story the iphone se has been on for a while right it's the old design but it has amazing performance and incredible battery life remember it's driving a comparatively low resolution lcd screen people who buy the se type of people hold on to phones for a long time so if you've got somebody who that you know fits the bill or they really just want touch id and there's still some people who definitely feel that way Uh, this is great. It is a little more expensive uh, than it was. It that from, seems like such a miss to me. It went from three ninety nine to four twenty nine. Stupid. Apple should have eaten that thirty dollars. Yeah. Just like then Tim Cook specifically called out during the presentation that it's a it's a product like it's a value product like that it's it one of the reasons people want it is for value and then they made it more expensive. It's like okay, buddy, you keep doing your own thing, I suppose. Apparently, they put a bigger battery in it. Yeah, so two hours more battery life on the video playback um, test is, is on the is on the website. So it has a bigger battery in it, so get be- yeah. even better battery I, life than before. I bet that's partial battery and then partial Apple Silicon uh, efficiency. Because yeah. they may have also put the bigger battery into account for um, it's 5G. 5G. And it now 5G. comes in Midnight Starlight and Product Red. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good looking, if boring colors. Yep, and they keep the Touch ID home button because that's what people will continue to want, I think. I don't know how they're ever going to get rid of that, but we'll see. So at the end of our regular picks, let me give you the score. Mike is in third place with zero. I am in second place with one point. Federico is perfect so far, two points. I can't win now, right? You cannot win. Okay. No. That's a very unfortunate for me. Yeah. So I'm going to leave now. Oh, yeah. are you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Not interested if I can't win. Well, we will uh, We will move on to the Ricky picks, which bring 
an extra amount of stress and anxiety, depending on what your pick was and if it depended on a certain classical music service being introduced. But we'll get to that in a second. This episode of Connected is brought to you by FitBod. We all balance work, family, and so many other things, and it can be hard to make fitness a priority. What you need is a program that works with you, not against you. That's why you need FitBod. FitBod's algorithm learns about you, your goals, and your training ability, and will craft a personalized exercise plan that's unique to you. Their app makes it incredibly easy to learn exactly how to perform each exercise. They have these great videos in the app, so if it's something you're not familiar with, you can watch the video. They have it shot from a couple different angles, and I found it to be incredibly helpful knowing that I'm doing something the proper and safe way. Personal fitness isn't about competing with other people. You don't want to look to others and try to stack up against them and just do what they do. What you need is something that will work for you. That's when it sticks, and that's when you'll see the results you're looking for. So FitBod uses data to create and adjust your dynamic fitness plan. You'll have instant access to your own personalized routine and their fantastic app, so you can make progress on your goals from anywhere. I've been using FitBod a whole lot, and I really like that it is over time increasing things like weight, the number of reps. Uh, and if I buy a new piece of equipment, I can go into the app and tell it, hey, I have this now, and it will reconfigure my future workouts to account for that additional piece of equipment. It's pretty sweet. That is cool. Everyone's fitness path is different, which is why FitBod does so much work to make sure they customize exactly, uh, exactly to fit you. They want it to work for you. They make sure to learn from your last workout so your next one will be even better, whether you work out twice a day or twice a week. FitBot even tracks your muscle recovery to make sure your plan is balanced with a variety of exercises to make sure you're not overworking anything. The app is really simple to use, and it looks great with a fantastic new design. And it integrates with the Apple Watch, Wear OS, smartwatches, and apps like Strava, Fitbit, and Apple Health. Personalized training is expensive, but FitBot is just $12.99 a month, or $79.99 a year. But you, dear listener, can get 25% off your membership. Just go to FitBod, F-I-T-B-O-D, FitBod.me slash connected. That's FitBod.me slash connected for 25% off your membership. Our thanks to FitBod for the support of the show and Relay FM. Ricky's time. Federate Cup? Okay. A new base model Mac Mini is introduced with an M2 chip. It's going good so far. The new Mini... The new Mini is at least 30% smaller than the current one. It's thicker than the existing Mac Mini, but narrower, making it more similar to an Apple TV or Intel NUC. I mean, this, this pick is obviously wrong, and it, and it starts out wrong when yeah. a new base model Mac Mini is introduced, and it only gets worse from there. No M2 chip, it's bit much bigger it's over 30 percent bigger uh it is thicker you're right uh but it's not similar to an apple tv or an intel knock at all it's it's closer to two and a half mac minis on top of each other and also it's not a mac mini anyway and it uh, and i mean it's not this is not it's not the product i was uh, looking for anyway i was looking for the new base model mac mini and it's not that. So maybe this product will come true at a later time, but this means I will not be able to reuse this pick. At least if in the next year. Based on our rules. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, though, you could still pick this product. It's a complex enough pick yeah. that you've yeah, created. Yeah, I could break it down You could somehow. say at least 20% smaller, <laughs> and then yeah. you're fine. <laughs> so you could do the exact yeah. same thing again. <laughs> yeah. 
so what do y'all think about the the overall design of the Mac Studio? Uh, here's the thing that I realized last night. So we w- watched the whole keynote. I uh, was talking about it all day, looking at images all day. And it wasn't until last night where I was like, that is not a good looking computer. Yeah, I kind of agree. The front's just kind of plain. I like yep. those ports on the front from a usability standpoint. But the back has all those perforations, like the old cheese grater design. And it's like, it's just very... I'm just, I'm, honestly, I'm surprised how much it just looks like a tall Mac Mini. Yeah. That's the thing that surprises yeah. me most. The, yeah, the, the dimensions are all kind of weird because we're used to the Mac uh-huh. Mini. If you look at the the images on Apple's website, when it's like tucked up underneath the display, like it looks like a you know pretty chunky thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's obviously not the most important thing when it's it comes to a computer, but a, a computer that's going to sit under your display, a bunch of people these are just going to push these to the back of their desk oh, yeah. and like put mm-hmm. a coffee mug on top of it and never see it again. Yeah, this is. It's very utilitarian, and I'm fine with it. Like, hmm. I would have liked to have seen him do something a little bit more. Like, the MacBook Pro design, amazing, right? iMac design, amazing. Mm-hmm. This is a brand new thing. They could have done anything. <laughs> and I look, what they've done inside is super cool. I'm not putting this machine down. Like, it is great for what it is, and I'm really happy with a lot of the stuff that it has, like the front I.O. and stuff. I just think it's fantastic. It just surprised me, really, that aesthetically, it's not much to look at. So as as the uh, resident um, cubicle uh, aficionado, I guess, um, <laughs> I love me any kind of thick, chunky computer that approaches cube-like territory, obviously, in terms of design. But there's something about this that that I've been thinking about and that, of course, friend of the show, uh, Steve Chalmsmith, perfectly encapsulated with this tweet that I'm going to read to you both and I want to hear what you think. Kind of funny, kind of fun that Microsoft's Studio PC is a beautiful giant drafting table with pen and touch for designers. But Apple's Studio PC is a dull little metal box packed with specs for developers, video editors, and workstation level workloads. We are definitely in an alternate timeline. Uh, I think Microsoft's Studio PC is not named as good for what it is as the Mac Studio is for what it is. Like... Hmm. The Surface Studio, it should be like the Surface Design or something like that. Like Surface Canvas. It, it, yeah, like it is what it does differently and is good at is drawing. That's what it's made for. Its, it's cool feature is to use mm-hmm. the pen on the screen. That is, I think, a more narrow use case where the Mac Studio has a much broader application of studios that it can be in. I think it's named better. Yeah. But I do agree it is funny that the it's funny, weird right? design, it's funny. the cool design is the Microsoft. Sort of one. like and and it's Microsoft going after the, you know, artistic types, mm-hmm. I guess. And Apple is more like, no, no, here's a super powerful box for you. And it's just that, a, a metal box. Mm-hmm. And it's it's uninspired probably, but it's utilitarian and it's incredibly powerful. Here you go. It's $4,000. Like, I think that's kind of funny when you think about it, but I also get it. And it's got a broader market, quite possibly, I'm sure, because tons of different people can use it, not just folks who want to design with the digital pen input so i get it but it's still funny when you do that you know straight up comparison studio versus studio i'm also reminded uh mike may remember this i don't know if you will federico uh i think you well you came to the mac about this time 
uh, a lot of people thought MacBook Pro was a bad, dumb name. Yeah. And now we just don't even think about it, right? And and I do think Mac Studio has some of that awkwardness right oh, now I love it. as a name. I love it, man. But I think it will get better with time. I'm so into it, like Mac Studio, Apple Studio Display, because I feel like it's talking to us, like what we do. Yeah. Like I think mine's like, gonna whisper sweet things to me in a couple weeks. Yeah, maybe. Well, I, I I like that name a lot. I like this brand a lot that Apple's making. I want to see Hold on. more studio products. I'm a creative fountain today. Here's another pitch for you both. Uh-oh. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, hold on. iPad Studio. Yeah, boy. Giant drafting iPad. That's that 16-inch iPad, right? Yeah. I think I saw Chance Miller say, do you remember that the AirPods Max were apparently going to be called AirPods Studio? Oh, yeah. Would have been a way better name considering this. Like, I love that, Federico, and I am very into this brand like this mm-hmm. speaks to me more than pro does yeah yeah because it's like pro like uh, you know it makes okay this is very much about like the meaning of words but like pro makes you second guess yourself like am i pro enough yes, exactly. studio is like yeah i work in it like i'm a creative person i have a studio i do creative things i want power like it's not a qualifier of who you are it's a qualifier of what type of work you do and it's subtle but i like it more uh, so uh, yes i'm very into that right because then you like with pro be like oh am i actual professional my prosumer no like studio it doesn't even mean that you have to have this machine or these products because of your day job like mm-hmm. you could just be making a podcast in your bedroom on the weekends that's your studio like I'm into it. Like yeah. it is leaning honestly like the the just its branding which is it makes me I feel like such a sucker here but its branding is drawing me towards wanting to own it. Oh man, now I want an iPad Studio though. Like Oh, so do I. To, oh yeah, man. iPad Studio, that sounds amazing. And then like yeah, yeah, then it can be the Surface Studio. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. then they can make do some fun weird stuff with it or whatever. 20 24 inch iPad and all you can do is still two apps in split view and slide over. I want that. <laughs> <laughs> Think how many shortcuts you can see at once. Oh boy. And there's still only like five uh like a grid of five by four app icons. Oh no, it's it's all spaced out. <laughs> and it's just all in the middle and then the borders are just and like the ten icons inches are on each side. Shouting at each other, hey, it's a boy. <laughs> no, no, no. They they they're clustered in the middle like the iPad mini. Oh no. And then there's just massive borders <laughs> yeah. around like the outside. They're they're they're, they're uh huddling together yeah. for out of fear. And they'll say it's for like uh arm like forearm uh, detection, you know? Yeah. So you don't actually accidentally draw. It has screen. forehead detection wow. for when you slam your head into it because something doesn't work. Okay, the new iPhone oh, SE man. has a design influenced by the iPhone Mini. It does not feature Face ID. It has a Touch ID power button. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Hey, look! Uh, I said it at the time. You remember? You can cast back the tape. I said I didn't think this was going to happen, but this was my Ricky pick. All right, I was swinging for the fences because if it did happen. How cool would I look right now, you know? Sometimes that's yeah. what you got to go for. If this had come true, you would have to buy and carry an iPhone SE I for would a do year. It. If, if that <laughs> thing, if that had happened, I would have bought one of those just as a celebration for myself. Yeah. All right, my Ricky pick 
Apple announces an update to AirPods Max that support wireless lossless playback to take full advantage of Apple's new classical full music advantage. service. Full, not even a little advantage. Full advantage. Maximum advantage. And how did that go for you? Uh, well, you're, you led me astray with your classical music Federico. bit. Federico led us, both astray. He led us both astray. Ah, you see, that's the conspiracy. He gets into your yeah, head like that. But now you're sitting across from me wearing AirPods Max, taunting me. Yeah, I'm recording with AirPods Max, Federico. Yeah. What do you think I have an iPhone SE up there. We can get that down. I can taunt you. I'm using that really expensive, stupid cable. Is that the worst cable Apple sells? from yes. a feel perspective and like cost yeah. feel how thin it is it's terrible it's it feels like it is a single strand of human hair don't pinch it you might break it <laughs> i could it's so terrible this this cable is so bad and it's so expensive but i'm using it and i got my own volume dial and i can mm-hmm. turn feathery copper down in my ears it's great so at the end of the risky pick rounds uh we all are losing a point so that means mike uh, Mike got nothing right, so Mike has... Mike is scoring negative. Mike sucks. Is Mike happens. Is, at, <laughs> is at the lowest possible score of minus one. This might be my worst performing. I would be interested to know. Someone has someone has that statistic. Yeah. I think this might be my worst performing rookies. It is at the rookies.co and the rookies.net. Go check right. it out. <laughs> You've done so bad, you've almost done pretty good. I'm coming right back around <laughs> again. If I know? were to lose, I will lose with a minus one. If you think about it, I got 100%. If you think about it, you won the negative race. Yeah. Is that a right race? Is that a thing? Can be. Well, it can one, be for Mike. No, no. I am 100%. That's it. I yeah. got 100%. You were consistent. I'm very consistent. 100%. Here's what's going to happen. Okay. Apple's going to have another event, and all of these things that Mike picked will come true then. He'll be 100% for future picks. Yep. That's gonna be that would be amazing. Me. I would quit the game after that. Well, no, but then, I, well, no, I would be the one who want to quit because that would mean I lose everything. It's true. So Mike is at the bottom at minus one. Uh huh. I mm-hmm. am in second place. So I had one right, but I lost a point in the rookies. So I am at a flat zero points. Federico retains the keynote chairman Twitter account. You are still the winner with a total of one single point. Not bad. Congratulations, Federico. Not bad, Federico. Hello. It's me, Kino Chairman from Italy, uh. winning once again the Connected Wikis because I am the best one. Is that the Italian national anthem? What is that? Yeah, that was the national anthem. Um, yeah. So. You should make your own anthem. <laughs> you should be an independent Ricky Nation. Mm-hmm. Hello, fellow connected listeners. It's you. And, you know, thank you for your support, as always, in these difficult times. But I am once again reclaiming my rightful place as. How do you reclaim something you already had? I am taking what's mine once again. I can take from myself and, you know, can take it. I can do whatever I want because I won. Okay. Okay. So. Well, we're not done I'm yet. Not done yet, bud. We still have the flexies, uh, mm-hmm. so we gotta we gotta deal with that before we go. But mm-hmm. congratulations, congratulations, Federico. Well played. Well played, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This episode of Connected is brought to you by New Relic. If you're a software engineer, you've been there. It's nine o'clock at night. You're unwinding from work. Maybe you've had a workout, or you're getting some pizza or something, and then your phone buzzes, and you know in your heart of hearts what has happened. 
Something's broken at work. Your mind is already racing about what could be wrong. Is it the back end or the front end? Is it a network issue? Is it a server issue? Your whole team is scrambling from tool to tool, trying to figure out what's going on, messaging person after person to fix the issue. Well, that won't happen if you get New Relic. New Relic combines 16 different monitoring products that you normally have to buy separately. This lets engineering teams see across their entire software stack all in one place. More importantly, you can pinpoint issues down to the exact line of code so you know why the problem happened and you can resolve it quickly. That's why the devs and ops teams at DoorDash, GitHub, Epic Games, and more than 14,000 other companies use New Relic to debug and improve their software. Whether you run a cloud-native startup or a Fortune 500 company, it takes just five minutes to get New Relic up and running in your environment. Look, that next 9 p.m. call from work is just waiting to happen. Get New Relic before it does. You can get access to the whole New Relic platform and 100 gigabytes of data free forever with no credit card required by signing up at newrelic.com connected. That's N-E-W-R-E-L-I-C, newrelic.com connected. Or thanks to New Relic for their support of the show and Relay FM. It's time to read the rules. Wow. Please lie down for the flexi rules. Oh, do I have to? Okay. You probably shouldn't in here. I don't think there's enough room. I'm gonna like. I'm gonna like. Uh, what is it called? Slouch. No, when you kneel, squatting. Kneel to your flexi king, I'm your flexi you. attorney general. What is this? <laughs> squatting. squatting. Loser of the flexies must compensate the winner of the flexies by donating to the charity of the winner's choice. The amount of the donation is twenty-five dollars per wrong flexi made by the loser. Each host must make a minimum of five flexi picks. Flexies may be reused as future flexies or regular picks. The winner is determined by the ratio of correct to incorrect flexies, and the winner can use their chosen name during their reign. As a reminder, Federico's chosen name is Prince Flexi. Mike is the Duke of Flexington, and I, for some reason, am the Attorney General Flexi. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, the money must be donated on air. Mike, do you want to walk us through your flexies? Tim Cook mentions the war in Ukraine. Nothing. No iMac Pro, bigger iMac. That is I'm correct. Oh, yes, I will bell you. John Turnus is wearing a black t-shirt. It was like a navy, right? Navy, yeah. yeah. Apple unveils the first Mac powered by an M2 chip. No Mac gets 5G. So I got two out of five. Two out of five. I know we talked about it earlier. I do not know how Apple didn't mention Ukraine. Mm -hmm. I, it blows my mind. Mm -hmm. It's weird. Super it's really weird. weird. Super not weird. Not even vaguely. Mm -hmm. Very strange. And so I got 40%. Okay. So I said, no preview of an AR headset. Oh, I <laughs> he dropped the bell. I, I dropped the bell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> macOS 12.3 does not come out within 48 hours of the event. And then it's just sad from here. Universal Control is demoed again. Mm -mm. Nope. Nope. The new Mac Mini comes in more colors than silver and gray. I couldn't have been more wrong, could yeah. it, really? What new Mac Mini? Yeah, and, and it's only silver, the Mac Studio. Apple releases new AirPods colors. When I read this back, I kind of couldn't believe you picked it, honestly. <laughs> yeah... Yeah, if they why? do something like that, it'll be the fall, right? I don't think they're going to do colors. I don't think they will either. But if they did, it'd yeah. be holiday season, right? Like get your yeah. kid the orange 
AirPods uh, 4. Craig is wearing a blue shirt. Uh, there was no Craig. He could have so... been. Here's the thing. This is where the publicly identifiable information comes in. You could have gotten a tip that Craig was wearing blue. On, if you would have got a, a snap on yesterday. Snap. We've got a picture of it. We yeah. Could have, you could have like holding the newspaper. Yeah, like a hostage photo. Yeah. correct for Federico. Let's see how I do. A new color of iPhone 13 family is announced. So the iPhone 13 has a green color, which I think looks pretty nice. And an alpine green for the Pro. Thoughts on green, Federico? I don't like it. Quite. (laughs) Just in general or just this one? I don't like green in general. I don't don't like it as a color. Hmm. Green is good for grass and salad, and that's about it. Pesto, maybe, but that's about it. And scoring the the flexies in our Google Doc. Yeah. At a push, pesto. (laughs) (laughs) That's where he draws the line. (laughs) Halfway through the pesto is where the line is drawn. The Intel Mac Mini is removed from sale. Again, it's still hanging on. We do not see Jaws during the event. A revised 13-inch MacBook Pro drops the touch bar, but does not add MagSafe. I still don't fully understand. I I read this, and I still can't get in my mind what you're actually saying. Just re-release the escape. That's what I'm saying. No touch bar, just USB-C. I don't know why you had to put the MagSafe part in it. I don't know. Because I think uh, I wanted a little spice in my Flexi, you know? And how did that go for you? Well, it's marked in red. Very bad. (laughs) iOS 15.4. And or I hate this. Mac OS 12.3 get a release date. Do they huh. have a release mm. date? So uh, my just what Apple has said in the press release for the green iPhones, it says iOS yep. 15.4 will be available as a free software update starting next week. Is next week a date? I don't think in, it's like a date. in the English language, would you consider that a date? I don't think that's a date. Next week is a relative time range. It's not a date. What week are they even talking about? You know what I mean? It's the next one. What if it's the one off? It's just a next week. (laughs) They didn't say a next week. week. They said next week. I don't think it's a date. And they said... They said that the the new that the iPhone 13 would come with that. That doesn't count. So it's before the 18th. That's not a date either. But I'm, saying, but I'm saying it's not as hand-wavy, hippy-dippy you're saying it that it is. Okay. But still, even if it was next week, it's not a date. Okay. Okay. You know what? I'll I'll take the L on this one. I will not ring the bell. Look, if I were you, I would scream and shout for this point. Yeah. <laughs> and I would make you feel super bad. But you, it's not in your character to do that kind of, uh, you know, This is arguing. an interesting way of approaching that. Yeah. We're saying if, if it was Mike so, in my yeah. shoes, he'd be crying. I'd be on the floor kicking and screaming. Yeah. I'd have smashed four Macs by now. Well, look, sure. the reality is uh, that I've won with or without it. Because my next one is, there is no preview of an Apple Silicon Mac Pro. Uh, did you win? I, I did. You have won. I got three out of six, which is 50%. Oh, yeah, you won. Putting me ahead of Mike and definitely ahead of Federico. I was pushing on that because I thought maybe I could beat him. (laughs) (laughs) No, I had it either way. So so I am the Attorney General Flexi. Oh, AG Flex. (laughs) AG Flex is back, baby. Please uh, listen to the laws that I enforce. AG Flex. AG Flex is back. AG Flex is is back. Now, Federico... Yes. You, my dear friend. I am your dear uh, friend. Or the loser. I am. So we need to work up how much you need to donate. 
And where you should donate it to. Well, something for Ukraine, right? Yeah. Absolutely. That's what I want to do. Uh, I think I that need... Apple makes it pretty easy. I don't know if this is in Italy too, Federico. Yeah, I want to do that. So we're being told by the Discord $100 is the total. I think we're going to make an unprecedented flexi move today. That's right. We're all going to give the money. We'll match you, Federico. Oh, thank you. Okay. That's a very kind gesture. Wait, is it uh, actually, was this a role instituted by the Attorney General? Uh, I would say that it is a uh, it is a one-time situation that the Attorney General approves of. Okay. Now, here's the thing. What? Are, how much are we donating? Is it dollars? Uh, it's a, yeah, we we donate in dollars. That's what we've done, I think. Well, so Me and Federico can't do that, so yeah. we'll just have to pick an approximate number. So I'll donate $100. I'm going to donate to UNICEF. Yep, I'm gonna I'm gonna donate a hundred euros. I don't care. Oh, okay, I need fine. to do a hundred pounds. Then don't I? Or yeah. I'm gonna be that guy. Yeah, I mean, who knows how much that actually is? Well, you can be that guy, but it's for the kids. And you know. I would just like to say a hundred pounds is more money than either of you donated because I have the strongest currency. Look, we get it. You live in a rich country. All I right? have the strongest so. currency, oh. Royal Britannia, strong currency. Dude, you hit donate on the iPhone. It wants you to sign in with your Apple ID. It doesn't give you the password button. But also, I I was expecting I would get a choice of where the money was going to come from, <laughs> like like I usually do with the yeah. App Store, which is Apple Pay. And it's like, nope, no. it's just your donation is accepted. So I don't know what card just got charged. Well, it's whatever your Apple ID's on. Yeah, but I use Apple Pay with my Apple ID. Whatever backs up Apple Pay, I guess. Yeah, we'll find out later on, kids. We'll find out where that came from. So we, we're, we're all, all donated. Congratulations to me. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you my receipt in just a few seconds. Okay. I'm just putting in my. I'm using the UNICEF website uh, because I have a fake US Apple ID and I don't want to do anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's gonna get you, isn't it? That's how they get so you. Using... They've laid this trap for you. You know, a, yeah, a flexi-related website. Trap. Yep. I've donated. Yeah. Well, uh, this was a, a game well played. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else uh, from the event that we didn't touch on through our picks that we want to talk about before studio we go? Studio display, Federico. Yes. Thoughts on the studio display? I, I, I like it. I think it's the right product for the right audience that was asking for it. It's not for me, though. Like, oh. Um, uh, uh, yeah. So a couple of reasons. Um, I think if I were to buy a monitor right now, uh, I think in my future at the moment, um, I would rather do the research and spend the money on a proper gaming monitor. I think I would really like to have one of those like ultra wide, high refresh rates uh, gaming monitors. And this is not that, right? So this is not that. It, when, if we'll be moving to a new place, I want to do my research and get one of those. Additionally, I would, I, I could have been convinced maybe by this monitor, if it had any kind, some kind, any kind of I- proper iPadOS integration. Like, I don't know, because it's got the A13, you can now do something with an iPad Pro or an iPad Air and this monitor. I mean, isn't that more on the iPad's shoulders than the display? Well, I don't know. It's it's on Apple's shoulders, I guess. I, it doesn't really, you know, it's not up to me. Yeah, but this, this basically, this display could be better for you in the future than it is now. But Definitely. It could be. Yeah. It could be. So I will keep an eye on this. I do think that once Apple does proper display integration for iPadOS, it will not be studio display exclusive. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think I am more interested in the ultra-wide form factor and high refresh rate myself because what I want to have is a is a monitor that works for everything, for uh, regular computing as well as gaming. And this is not that kind of monitor. Yep, that makes sense. That makes total sense. 
Uh, Mike, you ordered one. Yes, yeah, it is what I ordered yesterday. I ordered a display. I desperately need this for my for my work uh for, <laughs> for, for my studio like where i plug my laptop Please, in every day my lg is very sick uh because it's it's just not working out for me very well with the lg and the, and the thunderbolt uh what is what's the name of the company that Cal i use Digit. the cal digit dog it's like i've mentioned this before on the show but every day i have to plug the a laptop into the dock with a Thunderbolt cable. Then I need to grab the monitor, pull it towards me so I can get to the back, unplug the USB-C cable, plug it back in, tap a couple of keys, and about 70% of the time, it works. That is very annoying. I'm hoping that this product will fix this in my life, that I will just plug in. I might have to get a different dock. I, I expect I'm probably going to be best off with a USB-C dock now. Yes. But that's perfectly fine. Uh, because all I have plugged in is like just like a couple of USB peripherals or whatever, you know. So we'll see. This that's going to be better for me, um, and I'm really excited about uh, having an actual. Is this 5K? It is. So it is That'll the 5K. Yeah, it's, I'm excited about that. It's 100 nits brighter than this panel was in the in the old iMac, and I love and my in the IMAX LG. Display. But it's it's otherwise the same. And you know, Quinn Nelson his video. And, you know, Quinn's got to find something to poke at. And I understand that. But it being that display is like, yeah, that display has been around a long time, but also it's a good display. Like it's a good panel and they've put it in an enclosure and with features that make more sense to a Mac user than the LG Ultrafine ever did. Uh, I'm really excited to hear what the speakers sound like in these. You know, with the Pro Display, you don't have them. And the LG speakers, the 4K didn't have speakers. Uh, I don't, th- or it didn't have a camera. So there was something with the, f- the early 4K that was missing. The 5K speakers were garbage, and so I think Apple's made something that will fit the the needs of more people with this. I'm happy there's a camera, but it's going to be useless to me. Yeah, because of the uh, the, the inability to change the, the refresh rate, the refresh rate in the camera. I actually think I'm going to test it out with this monitor. I don't expect it to be any different. I think we're going to start this as a personal crusade. Like I'm actually going to file a radar and I'm going to try and start oh. going through the official channels for this because this it this is wild to me that they sell these products around the world, but in office environments outside, in, like in Europe. We need the 50 hertz refresh on the lights, right? Because the overhead lights will make things flicker. And I just there are ways Wait, to what what is this okay this so is you know a, overhead lighting something i've right? never heard before you know i'm talking like in a in like office environments you've got the overhead lighting right yeah, like, like uh fluorescent, fluorescent lights lighting. yeah in europe i think i know in the uk but in europe they're like the hertz rate the the refresh rate on the light is 50 hertz and in america it's 60 hertz really so because of that huh. okay cameras they're tuned like the the cameras in the apple's laptops are tuned for the 60 hertz so when you put a camera in an Apple computer in a 50 hertz environment, the background flickers, which is very weird and disorientating. How do you know this stuff? Because I have this problem. Every time I use one of Apple's laptops in my studio, it's trash. So I have to use a Logitech camera, which has the ability for me to switch the refresh rate on the like the on the camera itself. I'm not speaking exactly correctly with the terms, but people can understand. No, no, what no, I, mean. I get it. I so get I can it. change that one from sixty to fifty, and it stops doing it. So I believe Apple's sh- Apple should be able to make this a possibility for me. 
but they don't. That is a fascinating tidbit. Thank you. And so I'm I'm gonna like I'm gonna see how this one fares. I expect it'll be exactly the same, but just in case. And then I think I'm gonna have to make this like a a, a personal thing that I just keep shouting about, and f- I'm gonna file a radar about it and just like see big, if I can uh, make something happen. Big refresh rate, boy. I just think it's really annoying because like oh, yeah, this totally. is very standard in offices where these computers are used and. I have to, and I see this all the time. You have to use like a lot. Like, I'm gonna have this beautiful monitor, which is costing me like eighteen hundred pounds because I got the really nice stand, and I got to have some crappy Logitech camera sitting on the top of it, so I can never have a video call. Yeah, it's a bummer. Mm-hmm. I did not order a display. I got that covered, but I did order a pretty nicely specced Mac Studio uh, that will replace my 2019 Mac Pro. So, so do you want to talk about it on the show? Are you gonna? Are you going to sell it? What are you going to do with the Mac Pro? Federico, see if you join me. I'm trying to convince Steven to keep his Mac Pro. Why should he? To just roll it in with the rest of these freaking computers. <laughs> it's a lot mm. of money tied up in it. Yep. That'd be a very expensive addition. Here's what I'll say. Don't sell it immediately. Mm, see if my heart tells me to keep it. Flip-flop, baby. Can I have a raise? Who? You are yeah, the yeah. CFO of the That's company. Like, you could just choose that if you want to. I, guess. I need Why? a raise. What can I do? <laughs> Don't sell it until you're comfortable with the Mac Studio. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Because this is what you do. Yeah. Uh, Emma's suggesting to give it to my brother, who very often gets my older machines, but he actually just bought a 14-inch MacBook Pro and just four days ago took delivery of an LG 5K, and I texted him the link to the studio display and said, return the LG and buy this instead. <laughs> so I don't know if he's done that. I need to uh, I need to see... Uh, if he does that, uh, James wants me to flip a coin to see if keep it because he's he's done something very clever and dice about Peacock. We don't need it this week, so we're gonna do it in the pro show. Okay, we'll we're gonna flip later. the coin in the pro show. Okay. Sorry, James, the the rules are not on your side. But if you go to getconnectedpro.co, we're gonna flip coins okay. uh, in dice about Peacock and see what he's been I'm doing. A little afraid of that. It's time to flip the coin. No, it's that's what we'll say <laughs> in the right. pro show, but only if you give us money. You've got to give us money to get it. Yep, getconnectedpro.co. Uh, so yeah, ordered the Mac Studio, plans to replace the Mac Pro. I did the M1 Max. I didn't do the Ultra. Unnecessary. Unnecessary. Another $1,200 or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did do max out the RAM and storage. So it ended up being about five grand. He got an eight terabyte SSD, Federico. Oh my God. I know. That's what's in the Mac Pro? Because of, you know, all of his just, research. Can you just get like a two terabyte one like a normal this person? That's what I said. Like, this is what I <laughs> no, said. apparently like, not. Like, for some reason, all of these old Macworld magazines, they must remain inside the computer. I don't know. What, were you thinking you'll lose them? What's going to happen? Are you having them outside? They're just going to fall onto the ground? Could. All right. That's a problem there, right? We can all see this. Like, I'm surrounded by all this stuff. and I just don't want a mountain of external drives on my desk. And so 8 terabytes is the end? You're not going to need any more than that? I mean, I'm at 5 now. Right. And... Uh, my research, I was talking to Mary about this the other night. My research, like Devin Think collection of databases, exploded in size uh, when I was preparing the my Kickstarter calendar last year because I needed a lot of dates from like periods of time that aren't easily accessible with what I had. And so my like Devin Think collection, I think it actually doubled or more than doubled in size through that. And I don't foresee having like an intense research period that broad in the future. Like if I do an article about the history of the power book, like I what probably about have another all of that. calendar. Or 
the calendar I'm going to do this year. Yeah. <laughs> and so could that increase it by another multiple terabytes? I don't think so. You heard so. it here first, by the way. Apple Calendar 2 confirmed. Yes. Uh, ap- yeah, Apple Calendar 2.0. It's going to be made of aluminum this time. No, it's not. Wow. It's not going to wow. be made of aluminum. It's going to be really expensive. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. This calendar has been carved from a solid block of aluminum. That's right. It has chamfered edges. That's right. Uh, if it falls off your wall, it may uh, break your foot if it lands on you. So yeah, there, there will be another calendar coming. I'm I'm in the process of already starting it, but I don't think that'll like double my research stuff again because I only need to find all of Apple's press releases from ni- the 1990s one time, and now I have them all. James has made a great suggestion in the Discord. Apple Calendar, Apple calendar two. two, like the what was that? The Mac two with the two brackets the apple two okay, apple right two there. that's this it. one right there uh, it, federico it was very fun for me to be able to sit in a room with steven as they were showing the charts that obliterated his many <laughs> millions of dollars computer he was the sounds that steven was making when they were showing those charts <laughs> it was pretty incredible yeah <laughs> he was very upset if you want to find uh links and stuff we spoke about or look at the the final scores for this uh we have links uh to all that stuff at relay.fm slash connected slash 388. While you're there, you can join. You can get Connected Pro, which is a longer ad-free version of the show each week. We just talked about that. You can send us feedback or follow-up from the website, or you can do so on Twitter. You can find Mike on Twitter as I-M-Y-K-E. Mike is the host of a bunch of other shows here on Relay FM, and he's currently sitting in my office. Yo! You can follow Federico on Twitter as Vitici, V-I-T-I-C-C-I. He's the editor-in-chief of MacStories.net. Go check out their hub for this week's Apple event. Lots of great stuff. I love y'all's, like, uh, hear all the numbers mentioned. It's always my favorite. That. It's mm-hmm. always my favorite the post. The Little Bits one? Is that what it's called? All the small things. Yeah. All the... Yeah. That one. That one. Yeah. Is that why you name it Thank that, you. by the way? I believe that was the intention years ago when right. we started doing that. Yeah. Very good. You can find me on Twitter as ISMH, and I write over at 512pixels.net. I'd like to thank our sponsors this week. They are Bombus, FitBod, and New Relic. Until next time, guys, say goodbye. Arrivederci. Cheerio. Bye, y'all.